Today we conclude the seventh chapter of Shara Yichud Vemuna. And concluding this topic, this sugya of Tzimtzum Shaloi Kepshutai, also results in the following concept, which is huge. Hashem creates the world by using tools. The ten spheres can be referred to as tools that Hashem uses in creating. Those who erroneously understand that Simsum is to be taken literally, this leads them to understand that the spheres themselves are part of the creation. In other words, they understand that the tools that Hashem uses in creating the world are themselves created beings. And this has tremendous amounts of consequences, which we'll speak about one of them in a moment, based on what we are learning, the emes, that simtsum is shaloi kipshuta, it comes out, that even the ten spheres of the world of Atsilus are not a created being, but they are mamish, an extension of godliness, and therefore all of the attributes of godliness is all expressed through the Sphiris. And let's focus on the fact that the Oid of God is Ein Soif. It's limitless. So even as the Oid Ein Soif is invested in the world of Atsilus, all of the Sphiris continue to be infinite powers of God. Now we will refer, we're going to use one final analog in referring to the godly power before tzimtzum versus the godly power post tzimtzum that the source of creation, the godliness that's creating, we will refer to as ruach piv, the breath of the mouth of God, kaviyochel, so to say. So even when godliness is already called the breath of his mouth, being that simsum is therefore it's really mamish part of godliness. And being that God is infinite, even when we are referring to the level of godliness that we can already name as the breath of his mouth, it's infinite breath. And had that breath created without using the divine power of simsum, then all of the worlds, both qualitatively, and quantitatively would have been infinite. All of the worlds would have been infinite also in their time. They would have been above time. Time would not have changed anything. And being that Hashem wanted to create a world that is finite, so even when He's using His koyach of chesed, the world would still be infinite. So this is where we needed the power of tzimtzum. And as we explained, it's a Gevura power that manifests through Malchus. And what does that do? That hides the infinity of godliness, allowing for creatures to be created in a way that we, from our perception, perceive ourselves to be finite beings and, so to say, independent beings, created beings. Now, if we are referring to the divine power pre-Tzimtzum as Ruach Piv, the breath of God's mouth, 
then the words we will use, the name that we will give for the godliness as it went through the tzimtzum are the letters and words of God. Mamish, like in the analog, when you speak, when I speak, so there's the breath of our mouth that then becomes enclosed in the letters and words and when the person hears what we are expressing, they hear the word that we are saying. True, the word has in it breath, but it's enclosed in a certain form. So these letters and words, beginning with the letters and words of the ten Maimaris through which God continuously creates the world, this is godliness, so to say, enclosed in the Koyach of Tzimtzum, which is also a divine power. And again, Simtsum doesn't mean that Hashem removed his infinity. No, no, no. Hashem hides his infinity. But since Hashem, with his infinite power, does a perfect 100% hiding act, and indeed from our side, from our perspective, we don't see any of the infinity of godliness, so we experience our world, which is a finite world, both qualitatively and quantitatively, and it is a world that is bound with the limitations of time, that time does affect change in all of the created world. God willing, tomorrow we will start with the 8th chapter.